leave a lot out when I tell the truth. I think it's the same with people. I see the little details, so specific to each other that move me and that I miss. I always miss. So no yours, cause I can never just sell you raps. This is my life laid on raps. I'm Joe Stracci, and I better start writing this down. Episode 28, Beautiful Tornado. I could offer a million answers to all forms. The truth is that I'm a bad person. But that's going to change. I'm going to change. This is the last of that sort of thing. I'm cleaning up and I'm moving on, going straight and choosing life. I'm looking forward to it already. I'm going to be just like you. The job, the family, the fucking big television, the washing machine, the car, the compact disc and electrical tin opener, good health, low cholesterol, dental insurance, mortgage, start at home, leisure wear, luggage, three-piece suite, DIY, game shows, junk food, children, walks in the park, nine to five, good at golf, washing the car, choice of sweaters, family Christmas, index pension, tax exemption, clearing the gutters, getting by, looking ahead, the day you die. You say to me, Your email said that you had something to tell me. I did. I do. It all just gets away from me sometimes. In a past life, I messaged you back from all over. I checked in while waiting online at the bakery. I had a full conversation with you, parked in front of my house, idling in my truck waiting to go in when I should have gone in. It was me then, but But it is no longer me now. In any conversation about suicide or mental illness or treatment, you were the example that I gave, the friend I went to grad school with. You told me once that it was better that your husband left you while you were in treatment because you had a support system in place. That you'd definitely be dead if it hadn't happened that way. When you told me this, I was rocking one baby and watching the toddler tumble and stumble around the indoor children's play place. I moved. That play place, it shut down. It occurred to me one day that we were always peripherally close, but that we bonded over self-destruction. Our own slow version with drugs and alcohol. And then our mutual friend who chose a bridge and the landing, not the fall. Three gradations of depression. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I told you, I'm going to write a story about this, you know. You replied, I'm sure you will. In the middle of it, I'll stop and wash some dishes, and there'll be a bird hopping around on the deck railing outside, and the kids will be pawing at each other like kittens. One of the actual cats will be sniffing around at the cut flowers and the vase on the table, 
and the kids will shoo him away like a roll of thunder, and he'll hit the floor like an avalanche. Remember when we slept in the same hotel bed together? You were sick, drunk, and tired, a long way from home. We were both a long way from home. I only had one daughter at the time. She was homesick, too. My wife's grandmother was newly dead. I finally had a book out. About that trip, you say. It was so cold, and I threw up in your handler's car. About that trip, I will always think about how the zipper on my leather jacket broke as soon as I got there. November in Minnesota. I've never found one I liked as much since. A leather jacket, not a Minnesota. I told you that I hadn't written anything in so long. That I was either too content or too scared. I felt guilty almost immediately. Did that feel like bragging to you? You, or maybe someone representing you, I don't really remember now started one of those internet fun sites to help you with your help. I contributed, even though I usually claim to be against that type of thing. I had already entered my phase of not really wanting contact with you. But I felt bad. I feel bad. I've thought about all of the times I've read articles and magazines, life-affirming pieces, where the person in it was either strung out or at the end of their rope, or flat broke, and homeless, or all of the above. And eventually, the person says something like, All my friends left me. No one would speak to me. And I would always pause, thinking, What kind of friend leaves just because you've hit rock bottom? And I realized that I had become one of those people. I felt justified and guilty all at the same time. And then I inputted the information for my American Express card, and I chose to remain anonymous. Now I've justified this to myself in all sorts of ways. It wasn't a big deal, just a minor betrayal, or we don't groan each other, you know, that sort of thing. But let's face it, I ripped them off, my so-called mates. But baby, I couldn't give a shit about him. And sick boy, well, he'd have done the same to me if he'd only thought of it first. Spud, well, okay, I felt sorry for Spud. He never had anybody. And then, there was your social media. You wanted to let us know how much pain you were in. But in the most frustrating, childish ways. It got to a point when I didn't even see your posts. I just saw the responses I imagined you wanting to receive by writing what you did. Trying to kill yourself three times, four times, I lost count. That was enough. We got it. We cared. We wanted to help. And then a guy I didn't know died. Suicide. But a lot of people I respect seem to respect him, or at least miss him. And I imagined my future, telling stories about you, about how you were a beautiful tornado, and how we wrote letters 
long after writing letters was fashionable or even sensible. Everyone remarked about how that guy, how he'd left this long line of clues about how he would eventually end. And I thought, don't we all? I told you I'd write a story. I wrote most of it in an explosion, glasses on, headphones on, my oldest daughter across the table from me, off in her own world, glancing up at me, me thinking about the lie I tell, how it's important to me for my kids to see me treating creativity as a profession. It made me think, what is a story? Is this a story? Is it true? Do I think these things? Does it matter? We met because to us, placement matters in everything. You're a half a country away, and I'm a coward for taking this route rather than the most direct. And maybe one day you'll even read this somehow, and it'll make the most sense to only you, really. What's the line between a cry for help and a screech for attention? How many of the latter have to pile up, unheeded, before they fester into the former? You annoyed me. There's no short story way of putting it. You annoyed me, and I resented you for annoying me, because I wanted to only feel bad and want to help, and I ran out of things to say. I ran out of ways to push back against what I disagreed with. I ran out of interesting ways to say, yeah, that's fucked up. And those dishes, me at the sink, are the things that are keeping me from writing, good or bad, just like the kids. And the cut flowers on the table are dying and making the cat sick. And the bird is on the deck just pulling apart the living flower box, strand by strand, the dirt dropping to the ground below. And the cats would love to pull the bird apart. And the red-tailed hawks that circle the house twice a day would love to pull the cats apart. The girls have named one of the hawks Fighter because he's missing a feather on his wing. And we made up a story that he lost it fighting another red-tailed hawk. You've got a job now. Your digital grousing about the state of your food intake, or lack thereof, night terrors, and your ability to remain upright in a world intent on keeping you supine has been replaced by a mental pendulum swing in the other direction. Your updates are what mundanity would sound like if it came equipped with a squad of cheerleaders. I love my job. I love my job. There are ants on both floors of our house, but we're dealing with them. The wasps are still hanging around the deck, but we sprayed. The exterminator is coming. He just needs to make the time, and he's honest. He says wait a couple more weeks. His work is guaranteed for three months. If he comes now, we'll surely need him to come back in August. I planted a bunch of plants and pots where the wasps like to congregate. The plants aren't a known deterrent 
or anything like that. One day, I just looked at the black can of wasp and bee spray. The aggressive typeface, the talk of death, the warnings. And it occurred to me that I was fighting the scourge with more scourge. Becoming the wasp in order to defeat the wasp. I don't know, it seemed like the wrong approach. Like going against everything we've been working towards. Now, instead, on the deck, we've got basil, and rosemary, and thyme, and marigolds, and petunias, and a parsley plant that may as well be a bush. There are three different types of peppers, green bell, jalapeno, and banana, and cinnamon basil too, and pineapple sage, and azaleas, and everything is living and thriving. I've got reminders set for when to water, and I'm teaching the girls. I even learned why and where to prune back basil. I told you that I had something to tell you, and it's this. I'll be goddamned if I haven't seen a wasp for days. For more information about I Better Start Writing This Down, visit ibetterstart.net. I Better Start Writing This Down is the line between a cry for help and a screech for attention. You can find us on social media, but never Facebook. I Better Start should be our username. That's it. Hopefully, you wrote it down. Why can no one see you? You're on your invisibility cloak? Wait, who's saying that? Me. Hilarious. Um, I'm here. <laughs> That's my right. I'm right here, buddy. Oh, oh, there you are. <laughs> okay, she's so why, mine. Why she's you like want some balls? Why you want We're playing, um, the bad guys. You're playing bad guys? Yeah. From, oh. uh, the movie. I'm the Crimson Ball. You're the Crimson Ball. I'm also a guy. And I, I'm still a bear wolf, but I'm like a girl big bear wolf. It's not like in the movie, but the big bear wolf in the movie is a... You can see me. <laughs> in the in the movie, it's like a boy big bear wolf, but I'm still going to be a girl. And Ooh. I'm going to be a nice big bear wolf. Who's the other one in the movie that, that's Luna's character? Yeah. Mr. Snake. And who's who's played by Mr. Snake, Jim? Maybe a Libra? Libra? Yeah, Libra. 
you guys have any big ideas to talk to me about? I was trying to get some audio for the end of my podcast. Oh. Okay, me and Sam gotta go back to play. We got to go back to work.